Do you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. A whole nother. Or oranges and aprons. These will link. Another rant, a whole other rant. You see what I'm doing here, right? I am being right. I am being right and proper and good, and I am not, repeat, not splitting words. Unnecessarily, at least. Absolutely, I'm not. So, why is that one okay? Humour? But of course, as is my way, and rather earlier than before, I have perhaps fooled you, or fooled myself, or, more accurately, changed my mind in the light of further discoveries, as seems to be a trend these days. On my blog, because of course I have a blog, largely dormant now because my ire is directed here in audio form rather than there in writing form, I wrote a complaint about people breaking up another into a and another, arguing, reasonably as I considered it, and indeed still consider it, that since another isn't a word, and it really isn't valid to break it like that, then that is wrong. I argued, in fact, that an entirely other is fine, with the N staying where it is. I feel those arguments still hold water, and I admit to a slight grimace when I hear it. But I have learned to suppress that anger now. I am getting better. This is therapy. In the light of etymological discoveries, whoa, etymological discoveries, that is a big word to jump over. Etymological discoveries, two words even, made in the intervening few years, at least by me. Obviously, etymologists knew all this stuff ages back, but amazing though it might be to learn, I'm still finding things out, which is a joy. Right, let's get to oranges and aprons, because I did promise you that at the start. Orange is an interesting word, because you have a province called orange, you have a fruit called orange, and you have a colour orange. So which came first, the chicken or the orange? No, hang on, no, that's not right. The colour or the fruit? I found myself asking. Actually, I asked this a long, long time ago, before the internet, and it therefore took me rather longer than it takes now, and not insignificant time indeed, to satisfactorily answer the question. To avoid keeping you in suspenders, I can impart this knowledge now. The fruit came first, called narange. There was no word for that colour in any European language until that time, perhaps using yellowy-red kind of statement instead. The naranges entry into our language gave us the colour, but as people said a narange, slowly and decided it would have more fun as part of a two-letter word, and an orange became how it was said. But what about aprons, I hear you cry? Well, I do if you are now satisfied that oranges from the title are relevant. Aprons, it turns out, are the same. A napron was the old English term, but it's a bit awkward to say, which does make me wonder how it came to be the word in the first place, but I don't make the rules, more's the pity, and slowly became an apron. So it turns out there is this whole plethora, oh, lovely word plethora, feel free to use it later, a whole plethora of words where the N has wandered from one word to the other. Which, when I take a look at another, makes me wonder who am I to stop a wandering N? Is it so bad for language to continue moving along and for ends to travel to find their happy homes? A whole other may indeed be slightly harder for the tongue to lollop over than the alternative, which incidentally I'm not saying. 
which all in all has made me come to a realisation. While I will not personally move that N, I will no longer criticise or think less of others who do. Although deep down, of course, you know, I'll still find it a bit annoying. <laughs>